Hello and welcome Beyond Radical listeners. It is Saturday, November 21st. And then, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up here. Um, Some interesting developments this week when it comes to uh, the election and possible fraud, possible... um, there's already, you know, voter regularities and all that good stuff, but there's possibly some bigger things than that coming up uh, with Dominion and Smartmatic and Seidel software issues with vote switching. And we had Sidney Powell, uh, Trump's lawyer, saying that she's going to be releasing the Kraken. Sounds all good and well, but we'll see what happens. Um, I'm hoping that what she's saying is true. And, uh, I mean, as of today, she said that Trump is pretty comfortable and quite relaxed because he already knows what the outcome is going to be because of the evidence that they have against um, those companies and the uh, alleged voter fraud that has been happening or that happened November 3rd and beyond. So we have that going on. We've got some interesting stuff when it comes to the great reset. (laughs) That's, that's an interesting subject in itself. Um, and very interesting. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit and go from there. So first let's, uh, Let's see what we have going on. We've been, um, we've got new, we got more states going back into lockdown. It's very interesting that they're starting to lock down these states. Um, a lot of them that had the voter fraud issues. Um, but of course, then you have your, the left coast that's going to be locked down. Uh, you have some interesting there, things there as well. Uh, as we can see from these lockdowns, and and we saw it before in the in the first uh, the first time that they did these things, um, that the rules don't apply to our government leaders. They just apply to you. Rules for thee and not for me, as we saw in California, Governor Gavin Newsom disobeying his very own mandates. Uh, that he put into place in California and was dining out in a restaurant uh, with people in close proximity in a closed, in an enclosement, essentially, at the restaurant, and uh, no masks or anything like that, and they were medical experts that were with him, and they didn't seem to care. They didn't seem to have any problems. They didn't seem to be scared of any issue that's going to happen to them, that's, that they're going to get COVID or anything like that. I wonder why. Maybe because it's not that serious. It's not as bad as what they are portraying it to be. And they're putting people in lockdown and lockdown states and closing businesses and forcing all these people to um, close their businesses, which then affects their livelihood. And it's going to, it's devastated the economy already. We started to see a little bit of a bounce back, but now they're starting to close down again. And it's not good. It's not good for our health. It's not good for the health of the economy. And all for nothing. For a virus 
that has a 99.8 survival rate or recovery rate. This is not a problem. This is not an issue. If you're among the ones that have higher chances of risking death or serious complication, then of course you should take your precautions. But for the most part, everybody's going to be fine. We're going to be okay. And we can't allow this to continue. And we can see that this whole issue of COVID has been played out throughout the whole year. They pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it so that they can have a better chance of pulling off massive voter fraud. Massive. And the numbers just don't add up. You can see throughout the whole process the Trump rallies that were going on, the massive, massive crowds that were there, tens of thousands, uh, versus the Biden, I don't even know what you call it, not even a rally, gathering, I guess, which had nobody. And at one point, he even had uh, staged vehicles. I mean, you can see every car that was there honking the horn were all brand new 2021 Jeeps. And the new models, <laughs> which was kind of interesting. So it was like, was there anybody else other than the employees of the possible car lot that they had this thing at or what? Uh, but yeah, it, you didn't see the enthusiasm. Uh, and I know that, you know, they were trying to push a settle for Biden kind of mentality. Uh, but you just don't see people with enough enthusiasm to go out and vote for them in the, in the, in the numbers that they're saying that, you know, we 75 million votes. He pulled in somehow unenthusiastic voters, 75 million. When it, that's more than Obama pulled in in 2008. And a lot of people voted for Obama. A lot of Republicans voted for Obama just because they wanted to see the first African-American president in the office. And you're telling me that Sleepy Joe somehow beat that number. It's insane. It does not make sense. Trump added 10 million to his base. He had massive minority support. Uh, they came out in droves. And yeah, it just things just don't add up. They don't add up. Um, Michigan had a lot of irregularities. You know, voter turnout was like at 16% in Detroit. And yet somehow, you know, uh, they had massive voting for Biden. And, and from the absentee, which they were, had to, there were more voters than there were registered. So there's a lot of, a lot of weird, a lot of weird issues that are going on. A lot of, a lot of things that were happening. And I think that the push for COVID and the push for lockdowns were a cover to try and, you know, they were pushing for mail-out vote, vote, uh, mail ballots um, for the very reason of trying to pull this off. And we'll see what happens. We'll see if the Trump legal team can prove that this was a massive, massive coup. Uh, 
uh, an attempt to get President Trump out of the office. So, you know, when, it, when we see these things, if you look at what Trump has done and what he represents uh, in this era. He could not be bought. He is a self-made billionaire. He didn't need any backing from Wall Street or any company or anything. He could not be bought. Big Pharma cannot buy him. You know, uh, Wall Street could not buy him. He didn't need it, didn't need their help. And this really, this presidency really is just a monkey wrench in the globalist agenda, in the new world order agenda. Because America has slowly been being taken over by foreign entities. Uh, I mean, that's why I think, you know, all the jobs and manufacturing and everything was like over in China and really weakening our own economy and weakening our job system. And we're putting all these green New Deal, or these green regulations and to, you know, justify why we don't have manufacturing. And we're not really given opportunity to build any new facilities that would uh, be cleaner, you know. Uh, and, I, and I know Trump that he 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 enacted some some bills that he put through to be able to allow companies to build. Like we would have, they could have new technology uh, to be cleaner in, in manufacturing, and they were not allowed to even build because they they couldn't even get through the regulations. For a new building, you know, so what point is that? Um, if you can have something new and clean, but you can't even build because, um, you know, other regulations that they're saying that you can't even have that, uh, that type of manufacturing or something, you know. So he, you know, bypassed that and was like, we need to get rid of that so that these companies can build and be clean at the same time. And that's, why the, and that's why America has lowered the CO2 uh, emissions um, without being in the Paris Accord, uh, you know, and he did a lot to try and get other nations to pay their fair share in agreements that we've that we've been in, you know, uh, with the UN and with WHO and all that. And um, I think it's only fair. I think this really is just a poke in the eye of the globalist. And, you know, some people say, oh, that's just conspiracy theory, global agenda, new world order, all that. It's not. Especially if you're a believer, you should know better. You should know that's where this is going to go eventually. Because it's talked about in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, in the end times, what we're going to see. And uh, so you should know that this is a, an actual real thing. And it'll eventually get there. Who knows when? You know, but while we're here, we're, we're still to do our best to not allow it, especially here in this country. We do a lot for the world, a lot of good, despite what the left wants to say and try to say that America is a bad nation. We do a lot of good for the world. Now, have there been some bad actors? Obviously. But for the most part, we do a lot of good. And I think, you know, by doing those good things and being a defender of Israel, 
God has his hand of protection upon our nation. And when we start to play with that formula, that hedge of protection will no longer be. You know, and I see a lot, you know, what Trump has done for the state of Israel is to fortify that protection. And if Joe Biden and if Kamala Harris get in, uh, they will undo that, and it will not be good, you know. So we have to watch out for that. We have to pray that God's will be done, that His hand be of protection be upon us. And um, you know, it's 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 a kind of an interesting time that that we're living through right now. Now, we've seen in the past week talk about the Great Reset. And again, this is part of the globalist agenda. This is Agenda 2030, um, you know, and they're trying to use COVID as a global reset for global economics. Uh, This can be global capitalism reset, and it could put into motion that new world order. I mean, we're talking possibly um, even one type of... um, monetary system one type of money system uh to put into place it's it's very interesting because it really is an interesting time that we're we're living through i mean i'm just my mind just goes and goes and goes thinking about where we're at when it comes to this type of thing and, and seeing that it is now just out in the open you know this is no longer conspiracy they're talking about this in these meetings that are televised you know, and, and, you know, he had Justin Trudeau talking about the great, the great reset, um, just, um, the other day, the prime minister of Canada, just out there talking about agenda 2030 and agenda 2030 is very interesting. When you look at it, I mean, they're talking about having it where nobody owns anything. Okay. You don't own property. You don't own a car. You don't own anything that you, you, you will rent, you know, and that's really what, the left is trying to move us to that's their part of their green new deal if you would look at that as well that that party uh their ideals are that nobody should own property and that's very un-american it's ungodly you know i mean that's what i try to explain to people who don't seem to understand the Constitution and its purpose is to protect our inalienable rights, our God-given rights. It is not that government gives us this right. These rights are given to us by God. So the Constitution backs that up and try, and it's made and written to protect the people from a tyrannical government. The only reason we have government is because of the necessary evil. But it was to remain small, and now it has just grown and grown and grown and grown. And are we now, and have we been, for the last 30, 40 years, too big? Too big. And what do you do when government is too big? That's what we're looking at right now, is what's going to happen. Because... 
government is trying to lock down our houses. I mean, with these new rules and regulations, when it comes to uh, holidays and all that good stuff that what we're what we're looking at with gathering with family, what they're telling us not to do, and um, you know, telling us who we could have in our own private home. That's a government that's too big. A government that could cancel holidays is a government that is too big. Where do we go from here? What do we do about it? And you know, the problem with this is that half the country knows what to do about it. But will they do something about it? The other half, there's, they're just, oh, we need to comply. This is for the best. This is for our health. This is for our safety. And they don't realize that the government has full control of their life. And they're over there begging for it wanting it, celebrating it, celebrating it. You need to wear your mask. You got the mask Nazis out there yelling at people that don't have one on. You know, that brings us to another interesting thing. I mean, we already have, we already talked about before how a mask takes away your identity. It dehumanizes people. Now, you know, the purpose of that is is so that you don't have a problem yelling at somebody who doesn't have one on or, or ratting out your neighbor because you don't know their identity. You don't know who they are. We don't talk to our neighbors anymore. So you become faceless. And that's the point. They don't want you thinking of each other as human beings. And now they're taking it a step further. Now, they're telling you that you cannot have your family over. That you can't have your family over. Don't have company over to your house for the holidays, for Thanksgiving. Gavin Newsom, I think it was Gavin Newsom or his... Eric Garcetti, the mayor of L.A., said, um, buy a small chicken and tell your family not to come over. So no, they're trying to tell you what to have for Thanksgiving dinner, no turkey. They want to divide the family. They want to make it easy for you to rat out your family who doesn't obey the new COVID Lockdown rules and mandates. They want to make it to where you despise your own kin. That's part of the divide. We already have political divide. You know, within within households, within family, amongst family. And for some, they can't get past that. I mean, that's how that's how that's where we're at as a society. It seems like you can't have some civil discourse and have a conversation and disagree with somebody and still be friends. You either believe like I do or we can't be friends. You either agree with me or this relationship is over. There's no room for civil discourse. So now they're taking that a step further. We already have this. This is this narrative is already played out by the media and by social media and you know the, and in these indoctrination camps we call universities. Uh, you know, uh, 
where we can't have civil discourse and in, in that if people believe a certain way, then they are the devil. They are Nazis. They are not your friends. They are the fascist. Lock them up. Yet everything that the left is standing for is the fascist ideologies. They want you divided and they want you to hate your family. They want that division so that it is easier to control you individually and as in, in masses. But you would be able to not have a problem with calling the Gestapo and telling them, my sister's having a party and I know the people don't wear masks over there and she's going to have more than 10 people, more than six people over there. And they'll go and they'll arrest and they'll break parties up and they'll do all that they can do. These are the people that are power hungry. People in the military, people in law enforcement, there are good people, a lot of good people. But there are also that let also those that let the power go to their head. And they'll be the ones enforcing. You see the ones that are stepping up and not enforcing. You see a lot of like the L.A. sheriffs, uh, a, lot of, a lot of other sheriffs throughout the United States and police uh, departments that are basically telling their governors they can go and shove it. They're not enforcing these mandates or these laws. In California, uh, they're now instituting a curfew because, you know, COVID just attacks further, you know, more at 10 o'clock at night between the hours of 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. And now you can't go out. People are already mostly home anyway. But you're going to try and have this mandated curfew? I mean, good God, what, what, where are we living? This is the United States of America, land of the free People need to get that through their head. That the government is not here to dictate to us what we can and cannot do when it comes to our individuality. These are rights and freedoms that we have. We are free to move about the country. You cannot ask for papers. You cannot stop us along the road and ask why we're going where we're going if we have not violated any traffic laws. Yeah, here we are. It's a very interesting time that we are in. What happens when the family is divided? And it's just astonishing to me the amount of people, mostly young people, but some of the old ones too. Some my age, which are middle old, I guess. <laughs> uh... I just want to go along with all this. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. They've given into fear. They've given into their overlords. You know, and I, I really... I, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I, I pray that we're able to get past this, get through this. I mean, I know that God is with us, 
but there could be some horrendous times in front of us. Uh, we already have New Mexico that is shutting down grocery stores um, and causing bread lines, essentially. People trying to get in line to go to the grocery store to get their essentials before they can't. And that's just crazy. This is not Venezuela. This is not a socialist country. And yet we have people in power that are pushing these socialistic mandates and ideologies. And, you know, people are going to be upset about it. But you know what? A lot of you voted that way. So you're going to have to deal with it. So the question is what happens next? Biden and Harris get in. And they try to do mask mandates federally, which means it'll be every state. What will happen? Will the people rebel? Will we see 1776 2.0? And it may come to that. It may come to a, a civil war of some sort. I hope it does not, but it may have to come to that. And it may devastate this country. But it also plays right into the plan of the Almighty. It plays into the end times. Again, like we discussed before, there is no entity really described in the book of Revelation that equates to an America. It tells me we will not be a global power. And what devastates a nation more than civil war? There's a lot more people here now than there was in the original civil war. There's a lot more people. And it could be very devastating. But I hope not. I cling to hope. And I think we'll get through this. And we'll see in the next coming weeks if uh, Sidney Powell is telling the truth, which according to a lot of a lot of um, for colleagues and people that know her, she's not known to lie and not known to say anything if she doesn't have what she says she has. And she says she's got the goods that this will overturn the election results. That there is enough evidence and that uh, we will see Trump another four years, which will be good. It'll be good for our economy, good for our health, good for the nation, and good for the world. I believe that our country is the last beacon of true freedom, last beacon of hope, city on the hill, a light in the darkness. And I pray that there's a revolution of the soul in our nation. That people come to their senses, repent, turn from their wicked ways, and come to know Christ. And that there's a revival in the church, a revival of truth, of repentance, People striving to live for God. Because that's what we do is we strive. We fall. 
we get back up and we continue to press toward the mark. And we live in that truth that Christ has forgiven our sins. And that there is a home waiting for us. That this place is only temporary. And we look for that home in the sky. You know, this week I lost, uh, our family lost uh, our grandmother, my father's mom. And I went to go see her and I had a chance to see her before she passed. And you know, I was just talking to her and telling her that I was jealous. Because she's going to be able to sit at the feet of Jesus. She's going to go see her husband, my grandfather. She's going to get to talk to Moses, to David, to the apostles, and know the things that are unknown here on this earth. And best of all, she's going to be at peace. She's going to have a new body and not be in pain, but be at rest and waiting for a grand reunion when we are all taken up. She lived a long life, not always easy. And now she gets to rest and see Jesus. And that right there is pretty awesome. We mourn her loss, but we also celebrate her gain. It's our loss and her gain. And we'll be reunited one day. And I look forward to that day. And, you know, it's coming soon. With everything that we see that's going on, we know that. Christ is coming soon. Every day we're closer. So share the good news with others. Give them the truth, the gospel. And Christ came for them. He loves them, that you love them. Though we are not perfect, he sees us as such. And that there is great reward in living for him. Amen. That's going to be it for me this week. Until next time, we'll see you later.